0: Hey friends, welcome to the Faithful Mama podcast, formerly Growing in Goodness. I am so excited because it is the 21st episode and I can't believe um, that we're here and that um, we're just growing together and becoming more faithful mamas together. I'm especially excited about tonight's episode because I'm going to be spilling the tea about my past and sharing my testimony my story in hopes that it changes your story. After I became a Christian, it became so clear to me that my pain had a purpose. And tonight, I am not going to let that pain go to waste. So grab a cup of coffee or a tea or your favorite ice drink and let's get started. Do you feel like motherhood is mundane? A lot of mornings you wake up feeling like you lack joy or purpose. Do you also want to invite God into your mom life, your marriage and your life in general, but you just don't know how? Do you feel tired? Like you have no time and you're always putting yourself last. Hi, I am Jill Warball a Christian mom life coach, and I'll be showing you each episode how to make time for you, your relationship with Jesus, and others. I'll teach you how to grow with God and apply His Word to your everyday life. And most importantly, I'll be cheering you on each week, reminding you that you do have purpose and that you are worthy of a great future. You can find satisfaction in motherhood, I'm going to show you that you can live intentionally with less stress, more joy, all while serving God and others. So grab your Bible and get ready to be transformed. This is the Faithful Mama Podcast, a place where we learn to fill up on Jesus so that we can pour into others. Listen in. Okay, so today I am sharing my story with you in hopes to change yours. So, I grew up Catholic. I went to a Catholic school my whole life from kindergarten all the way to high school. I grew up in a great home with great parents, a brother, a sister. And then I went to high school and I got a high school sweetheart. And I was a really blissful child and a really blissful teenager everything seemed perfect. I mean, looking back, it really did. Up until my high school sweetheart went to college. We went from talking every single day to him not calling at all. After four years, I was devastated. I didn't understand it. I was brokenhearted. And I thought, I have been so good when I've watched everyone around me be so bad What was the point? I was absolutely devastated. And things changed. I started getting curious. And as they say, curiosity kills the cat. Thank God he swooped in just in time. But we'll get to that. I was curious about the bad boy and being the bad girl. And being curious, I met someone. And then I was abused by him. I dated him for two years and I found no way out. I thought helping him was the answer, I thought forgiving him was the answer, I thought therapy was the answer. Two years later, I had to face putting him in jail and pressing charges, and I did, and as a young 19-year-old, it was very hard to come to terms with. I felt like I did it. I felt like I loved somebody, and I hurt them, and I put them in jail. I could not understand or grasp the concept that he put himself there. I knew it was true, but it was very hard. And so I felt sad, I felt guilt, I felt shame, I felt all of these things. And I was not doing the best things in that relationship with that man either. There was drugs and alcohol and sex. And after that relationship, because of my ideas about who God was, I grew up Catholic. I thought that I had to work my way to salvation. I thought I had to work my way to forgiveness. And I thought to myself, I've done so much wrong. There's no way that God's ever going to forgive me. So it was just a downward spiral from there. I found myself dating guys with serious issues, whether it was drugs or alcohol or drug dealers. I mean, I've dated just about any man with any issue. Um and then when I would date a good guy, I felt unworthy and I would totally be destructive in the relationship and kind of end it in my own way. But after 10 years, I was done. And I started trying to choose better for myself. I started trying on my own. And I just I'm a human and doing things on my own, has never gone my way. And even in that relationship, he still had issues, as did I. And I was still feeling totally defeated by life. The positive is, with him, I went to a Christian church for the first time because his parents were going there. And in that church, I was saved by grace. I never understood that in my darkest, most disgusting, most evil moments that God still chose to go to the cross for me. And when I understood that, I was overwhelmed. I could not believe that that was true. When that moment hit me, I couldn't control the tears. I didn't know if I'd, I'd, I'd ever stop crying, if I'm being honest. But to know my past, to look back at 10 years and to know that God went to the cross for all that, all that that I did and loved me in that, still loved me so much in those worst moments. It was so hard to fathom, but it changed my life forever. Now, everything didn't change right away. It wasn't like once I got saved that just life got beautiful. (laughs) I still dated that guy. And we had a lot of issues. We went on a missions trip, actually, together with the church. And on that missions trip, I was put in in a room with two other ladies. And um, a woman in my room asked if she could mentor me. And I had no clue what that meant. But I said yes, because to be honest, I was saying yes to everything that had to do with Jesus, because I was just saved. And I just loved him and was just overwhelmed by what he did for me. And after we got back from the missions trip, she met me at Starbucks every week and we started reading the word together. We started in John and i just fell in love with Jesus even more. And then we started doing Bible studies together and just continuing to meet and talking about where my life was. And um, eventually it led me to breaking up with the man that I was dating. I'll never forget when she asked me, Jill, is this what God wants for you? And I knew in that moment that God loved me so much. And in that, the answer was no. And it gave me the strength to end it. After that, I decided to be single for a year. And after three months, I gave up. <laughs> I am not perfect. I had a real problem with being on my own. I had never been single for since I was 16. And I just did not know how to do it. And then I dated someone and it was probably the ugliest two months of my life. Um, being saved. It was hard. Because no no longer did I not know what I was doing. Before I knew, before I didn't know what I was doing. I was just doing the best I could. Now, being saved, I was choosing things and knowing it shouldn't have been what I was choosing. I got really hurt in the relationship and it ended quickly. Um, But I was strong enough to end it because I knew that it wasn't right. So... Back to square one. I say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be date Jesus only for a year and do life by myself. And I went out. I got an apartment. I had never lived by myself before. I dated Jesus and I did it. I did it. Jesus broke my chain of codependency that I had. He helped me just learn how to depend on him completely. And to tell you now, as hard as that was, it was literally still a year that I treasure more than any year ever. It was just amazing. It was a year with Jesus. So I met my husband after that year and little did I know after I met him that six months later we'd be engaged, and a couple months after that we'd get married, and then we'd have kids. And here I am today, madly in love with five children, t- three stepchildren, two of ours together, and um, just madly in love with m- my kids, my husband, and madly in love with Christ. And looking back, today, I realize now the four major things that needed to change. So here they are. The first thing that needed to change was my lifestyle. After I got saved, I needed to change my lifestyle. I needed to change the who and the where and what I did for fun. So I started going to places that were like theater, movie theaters, and Barnes and Noble dates by myself, and I joined um, something called City Fam, where they would go to concerts, worship concerts, and we'd go and do fun things like we'd go to church together and go get pizza together afterwards, and it was just so much fun. But I was, I knew I was living the life. That God wanted me to live. For fun, I would read books. I hated reading, and I would read books in my apartment for fun and watch romantic movies while I painted my toenails on a Saturday night. Like I went from being in the bars to totally just changing my lifestyle completely. I joined women's Bible studies with women I didn't even know. Everything, I changed everything. After changing my lifestyle, the next thing I needed to change was my codependency on others and I needed to depend on Jesus alone. So what did that look like? Jesus 100% broke my codependency. You can be married right now and be very codependent on your marriage and on your kids. So Back then, yes, I was dating, but if this is your life now as a mom and you're not fully dependent on Jesus, you have to invite God in. You have to fill up on him. You have to see him as your everything. Your number one husband, lover, and friend should be Jesus. I, this is so funny to other people when I tell them this, but I'll listen to worship music and I have pretended that Jesus was in my passenger seat and like <laughs> was holding his hand because that's the relationship and the intimacy of the relationship that I have with Jesus. You can call me crazy, but it's real. <laughs> I mean, I meet with him in the mornings. I know he's with me. I, I get winks from him from heaven all the time. He should be your number one. He should be your number one husband, your number one lover, and your number one friend. The number three thing that needed to change was I needed to step out in faith and do things that scared me. I needed to break through fear. I was scared to be alone. I was scared to not live in a house with a bunch of family members or with my boyfriend. I was scared to be alone. So I broke through that fear and got an apartment. I broke through the fear of being lonely and dated Jesus for a year. I broke through the fear of just hanging out with the same people in the same places and met new people. It was scary. I learned how to sit in my loneliness. I needed to walk through fear. I needed to realize that Jesus was with me. Number four is Obedience following. Follow him. Literally ask him, is this what you want from me? In every situation, I needed to follow him. When people used to say like, oh, I follow Jesus. follow. Fo-. What does follow him mean? Like, okay, in a situation when you're about to do something at any point of the day, all of the time, say, God, is this what you want for me? Is this what you want me to do? Is this where you want me to go? Is this who you want me to be? hang out with? Is this who you want me to engage with? Is this how you want me to live my life? And you have to listen. You have to obey him. If you change your lifestyle, if you stop being dependent on anyone other than Jesus, if you step out in faith and break through your fear, and if you follow him, your life will change. So, I'm going to ask, what do you need to change that's keeping you stuck? Is it your lifestyle? Is it who you surround yourself with? Is it where you go? Is it what you do for fun? Or is it codependency? Are you not depending fully on God? Are you only depending on people or things to keep you going? Or the thing that you need to change, is it fear? Are you not stepping out in faith and doing things that scare you? Are you looking fear in the face and no longer letting it have control over you, knowing that God is with you? And is it obedience? Are you not fully following him? Are you asking him, is this what you want for me, Lord? Lord. Are you listening and obeying him? I want you to answer those questions. What do you need to change that's keeping you stuck? Is it lifestyle, codependency and not depending on him, fear, or following him, obedience? I have a free mini course where you can do a deep dive on this and really start living the way that you are meant to live. We have to answer these hard questions if we want to get unstuck, we can keep going back to being comfortable in the life that we're living and we'll just keep coming back to the same result. Repent is a big word that sounds super religious, but repent is actually the best word. All it means is is that you're changing directions and repenting is changing the direction of your life. I knew after God saved me that I needed to repent. And repent meant changing directions. And I needed to change the direction and how I was living, what I was doing, what I was fearing, fearing, and who I was following, and who I was listening to, and who I was obeying. I pray that you answer those questions. I pray that you feel God's grace and mercy on your life. I pray that you repent, that you change your ways, that you no longer let the outside influence your life anymore and that you only fully follow Christ. Lord, we know that you want us to change direction from our ways and turn and follow you fully. We ask that you forgive us for going our own way. We ask that you forgive us for the ways that we've chosen what's comfortable instead of choosing you, Lord. But what we're so thankful for right now, Lord, is we know that you've already forgiven us and we're just in awe of that. You are awesome. We just love you so much and we cannot believe what you did on the cross for us. Even at our weakest, darkest, ugliest moment, you took us out of the mud and the muck and you set us up on a firm foundation in you, Lord. We ask tonight, today, that you help us repent and change our direction and fully follow you and obey you, Lord, and show us, Lord, where we need to change. We just love you so much. And we thank you for the light that guides our path. That is your word. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Faithful Mama podcast, a place where we fill up on Jesus so we can pour into others. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to head over to the ratings and review section. And if this is something that you know will touch another mama's heart, please share it with her. And as always, stay faithful.